0: Hello, everyone. This is Dana Wild with the Mind Aware Show, and welcome. You know, have you ever had a a really good idea and you thought, gosh, I should pursue this. And maybe you go out and you try a little bit or you move forward a little bit, but you hit an obstacle or two and you start to have doubts and you're not sure if really this is the right idea. Or maybe it goes the opposite way. Maybe you get a little support. Maybe you keep moving forward. Maybe you're training your brain and you're following the signposts. Well, I have the most interesting woman for us to talk to today because she is really revolutionizing mobility and she is the inventor of the a linker now maybe some of you out there have seen her indiegogo campaign or have seen uh this incredible device like this just boggles the mind how someone gets an idea like this and then moves on it and so i'm so excited to introduce and talk to the inventor of the a linker barbara a link hi barbara hi dana nice
1: uh nice to be here in the show
0: Well, it's really good to have you here, and you know, I think maybe the first question right off the bat that we should clear up for everybody is, how do you get an idea like this? Can you explain a little bit about what the A-Linker is and how you got the idea?
1: Well, I I am a designer, that's how I look at the world, and I'm always looking for a complex that needs a design, and some four years ago or something, I'm with my mom walking over the market, and um, there's some elderly people using mobility aids, and my mom said out of the blue... Over my dead body, i if you use one of those. And then I asked a little bit more, and I said, well, mom, what do you mean? And she said, well, actually, I'm just really scared to become disabled and be looked upon as I look upon them. And that comment um, made me aware that mobility aids, as they are, actually emphasize the disability. And that's just not right. People suffer from that
0: yeah really interesting and so for those of you who might not be aware of what is meant when we say mobility aid we're really thinking about things like wheelchairs or walkers Uh, is there anything else to add to that
1: scooters rollators canes like like any kind of mobility or walking aids or mobility aids
0: yes and so what are some of the problems with the traditional methods that are out there now (laughs) It's not so much the method,
1: it's more a sort of mindset what they are. Um, And of of course, that didn't come right at that time. I started researching and started talking to people that are using mobility aids and uh, a lot of people that didn't use them, but should actually use them for their own safety. So what I what I realized is that mobility aids as they are, often are a technical solution to a body that has a problem. So it is approaching the problem. It's not approaching the experience of the user, because the user, even if I miss a leg, I'm still the same person, and I still want to live a full and loving life.
0: Right.
1: So if I miss a leg, and there is a thing that for that is for that sort of tries to help a body that is missing a leg, it's not suiting me as a person. Right. Um, you know. So, so it's a technical solution to a body that has a technical problem.
0: I see. So let me see if I've got this right, what you're saying. What you're saying basically is that in the past, people would look at the problem, and they would say, how can we fix this thing that's broken and fix this problem, as opposed to looking at lifestyle and quality of life and saying, what can we do to help give this person uh, a great quality of life and a, a perspective on the world that might be nice for them, something to that effect.
1: Absolutely. And and the fact, what I hear from people that use the linger is the crucial difference is that you're at eye level yeah. and you're not looked down on. You're not talked down to. Yeah. To give you a little example, Dini is the first user in the Netherlands and I met Dini um, and she had a, a, quite a horrible accident whereby she lost one and a half leg. She told me many stories, of course, uh, and one of the stories was that she felt really bad one day. And said to her husband, Can we go and buy a new dress? I, I just want to feel good. So they went to a beautiful shop and ta ta ta. And then the, the sales lady came to them and Dini was in her wheelchair. And she said, Can I help you? And Dini said, Yeah, I, I, I'd like a new beautiful dress. And she turns to Bert, to her husband, and says, Does she like red? Oh,
0: yeah, so difficult. You know that? And,
1: and that is, yeah. we, we don't realize how a simple comment, like we, as in people that don't sit in wheelchairs, mm-hmm. I mean, how it feels to be talked about or talked to or yes. not talked to or talked, you know, dismissed. Mm-hmm. Like I'm I'm sure that she didn't, didn't want to dismiss her, but she did with that one comment because she didn't talk to her. She didn't address her.
0: Yes, exactly. Exactly. I, that's a real common issue and I'm really glad you brought that up. And I'll tell you something else, Barbara, just from a mind perspective from a brain perspective you know when you look up you have a different mental mindset than when you look down and it's inherent in the nature of looking down at someone that you are putting them beneath you that's just a basic brain mindset shift that happens and so it's so so powerful what you say to be able to make sure that the person who's using the aid is able to be at eye level. That's huge. And so let me ask you a little bit about your journey. So you get this idea. And because you're a designer, was it challenging for you to think of a designer to create this device?
1: What it was is that I tried to find out what I needed to design. And in in the beginning, of course, I wanted to make something because my mom is a bit of a character. So I wanted to make something that even my mom would use, as as I put it. Um, and so I set out to make something less stigmatizing, but as I did more research into where we are in our society, I actually started understanding that what I needed to design was something that supports an active life, regardless of physical challenges. So um, somebody like Dini, I talked to Dini, and then when I place myself in Dini's position, I still feel the same human being, right? I'm still the same whole human being. She just misses her legs. So if I try to imagine what kind of life I would live, even if I miss my legs, that's just a physical thing that happened to me, then I still want to live a full life. I want to be engaged. I want to go out. I want to go to the museum. I want to do all those things, right? So that is me as a user and how I want to live my life. So the premise actually for my design was that it had to be cool. It had to make, the user would have to love to use it. Mm-hmm. And the user would have to be made to use feel proud and happy, and ultimately it needed to be so cool that it would overcome the discomfort that other people have with disabilities. Mm-hmm. So if Dini, missing one and a half leg, is now on the linker, and she's been using it since prototype stage actually, she's been using it from early on. She is now approached by people and said so like, "Wow, what is that cool bike? What? Why do you? Why do you need that?" And she said, "Well, actually." Because you talk to me as a normal person. And I'm now the one with the cool bike instead of the very disabled person in a wheelchair.
0: Totally
1: cool. Totally, yeah. Completely yep. different dynamic. And, um, we have many users with MS actually, um, that, and it is so simple. I mean, the design is not simple because engineering takes a lot of effort and years of effort and, and money to make it look that simple again. But the concept is so simple that you think, like, why is it not there yet? Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Some people that sit in wheelchairs that can use their legs in some kind of way and use different mobility aids as well, like like canes or a rollator, but there's nothing that is designed for them to stay active and at eye level.
0: Yeah, I love that. Well, and actually, let me refer everybody. You really should head over and check out this design on thealinker.com. So that's T H E A L I N. K-E-R dot com and check out this design because what's interesting about this is it solves several traditional issues, which issue number one is the person's not at eye level, so you've got that looking down upon that's inherent in the device. But the other piece that you just brought up now is that sometimes people are using devices that are creating them to be passive people in their own lives when they actually have the opportunity to be more active and use their own self-power to be able to move the device. And so it's really a different approach. What made you decide to go that route, or kind of what was some of your thinking process when you were designing this?
1: Well, there were a few things. One is I looked at technical sites of, of the available mobility aids. What I just said, it had to be cool. That, that was the, the main premise of the whole design and then looking at what is technically happening with, for example, a rollator, people are hunched over. So it looked to me that people are trying to get rid of their weight. So a seat. That supports you while you're at eye level. You can have that on a bicycle, right? So I was thinking, because I come from the Netherlands, <laughs> I think, I think that's in our genes somehow. <laughs> uh, so being on a bicycle, you're sort of on eye level. So I thought, why not a bicycle seat, but then in a way that you can walk? So it was a seat on a frame. So an overarching frame to make it stable is at least three wheels, not four wheels, but you just need to kick into it. So, one wheel in the back so you don't have anything that you walk into, that you kick into with your ankles, and then two wheels in the front. And then it needed to be cool, so it's overarching, it's arched, It's it looks like an enlarged toy, really. It's fun, and everybody who gets on it gets a complete smile on their face, and they start laughing, because yeah. it's so much fun, And right? it's
0: yellow, so what could yellow, be more yeah. fun than yellow? I mean, it is, it's just awesome, it's such a good idea. So now you've got the design, maybe you've even got a prototype. Did you see yourself as somebody who was going to have to be a marketer, or was this something that you had to adapt, or did you have to partner with somebody to get your vision out in the world
1: yeah I always call it I always refer to the last four years that I was running up a very 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 steep mountain (laughs) 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 you have to learn everything if you want to start a business I mean an idea and I uh, uh, I once had an interview in the Netherlands and they said well it's such a great idea it's like yep there's many people with many great ideas but to actually take an idea and make it into a marketable sellable product is an incredible, difficult, challenging journey. Mm-hmm. It really is. Mm-hmm. And especially as a woman, I have to add that, especially as a woman trying to do something technical, yeah. or doing something technical, not trying, doing something technical, is. How of challenging,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can imagine, I can imagine yeah. you must even get these responses like, Oh, how cute, you know that's so nice that you came up with this cute idea, you know I mean, to be taken yeah. seriously it, and this is just such serious technology, and it fills such a gap that doesn't exist. I mean, I think this is really revolutionary thinking, and so obviously, you had to have some resilience and some stamina to be able to continue this journey. Did you have anything, like how did you keep your mindset in check throughout this process of this steep hill?
1: Well, it's seeing the responses of the people that try the prototypes. Like the very first prototypes, first of all, there were seven conceptual prototypes that I made with a guy in, um, in Vancouver. Uh, Toby Cycle works fantastic. Uh, they make prototypes, they do all sorts of weird stuff, and they're really good guys. So I had seven conceptual prototypes, and then I took it to the Netherlands to make the pre-production prototypes to make it producible and affordable, because you can have crazy ideas and make them in a prototype, and then it costs thousands of dollars to actually make that. That's not producible. So that's a whole different project. Uh, Then it needs to be engineered. So we all did that. Well, the the first prototype I took to to my mom in the Netherlands, because you know, I I wanted to make something better for my mom. So that was lightweight aluminum. So I got that on the plane with Christmas. I was at home and that's now four years ago. Um, and there was a friend of my mom who was 82 or something at the time. And he got on it and he started leaning forward and running with it. And he said, Oh my God, I can run again. I haven't run in 20 years.
0: Wow!
1: And I thought, Wow, if a guy of 82 years can run, then this is something, this concept is something more than just a better walker for my mom. It's something completely different. So I actually learned from the feedback from everybody who tried it and gave me feedback taught me what this thing actually can do. So it's not that I made it up. I, I never have the feeling I made it up. I mean, the the initial concept, yes, uh, but then it grew by the feedback that I got from people and what I saw it actually did. I was like, oh, wow. And then a young woman who was on an exchange program in Vancouver, um, who's got muscular dystrophy, um, has never walked in her adult life, got on it because she wanted to try it. And she walked and she kept saying, I feel so tall, I feel so tall. And I was like... Holy, this is mind boggling what this does to people. She'd never walked.
0: Wow, yeah. this Never been at eye
1: level. And she kept saying, like, I feel so tall, I feel so tall. I was like, oh my god, this is, this is huge. What that can mean to people. So that actually keeps me going. And that is the drive. So, like, if you see what it does to people, Every time you see somebody come out of a wheelchair onto a an linker and keep walking and go walking, it's like that's a deeply emotional experience what that means
0: for Oh, people. yeah. The psychological shift is just incredible. Yeah. And so it sounds to me like what you're saying is that as you were going through the process, you know, even though it might have been really challenging, you were getting enough little successes along the way and positive feedback that it was almost like the gas in your tank to keep going.
1: Yeah, of course. And and you see that it's necessary. And in this whole process going forward, you, you start learning about what we're actually doing in our society
0: mm-hmm. and
1: how the healthcare system is actually very broken. And it's more like a sick care system because it only kicks in once we're sick. It doesn't support our health, really. Yeah. It supports us once we're sick. And in a whole time that one out of three people is pre-diabetic, uh, 29 mil- million people in North America have diabetes, the CDC saying that, you know, insufficient activity is the cause for half of those people to get diabetes, then we really need to change something. Yeah. There are 77 million baby boomers ramming into that sick care system that is not compatible anymore. And we really need to do something that changes the paradigm in that for a healthcare system that actually supports our wellness. Yeah. And we yeah. need to change our mindset in how we think about our own health. So I decide to eat a little bit healthier and to move a little bit more because I don't want to be dependent on a system that's actually not compatible with our needs anymore.
0: Totally. And I'll I'll tell you something too, Barbara. I think we are really the models for the future of what's happening because we haven't necessarily had those models up until now of... You know, Absolutely. being, being cognitive and proactive in our wellness rather than letting other people take care of our sickness. So it's a, it's a right. complete mindset shift and I really appreciate it. This is Dana Wild with the Mind Aware Show. We're having a fantastic talk with Barbara A-Link. She is the inventor of the A-Linker. I want you to go check her out right now at the alinker.com this is now available in the u.s right barbara so if, if you want to get one of these you can do it but get on board right now and get out there and, and frankly even if you don't want to get one if you want to see all the different ways you can support this movement and support this incredible device that really shifts the way we've done things in the past then make sure to go to the alinker.com and sign up for her mailing list and get in the loop find out how you can support This whole movement. We're going to be right back in one minute. And when I come back, I'm going to ask Barbara for any parting advice that she might have for people out there who are either just taking their first baby steps in business or maybe you've got an idea for an invention. We'll see if she's got any words of wisdom for you about how to bring that to fruition. We'll be right back. Do you ever wish you had someone you could call for advice about your business? Maybe you want someone to look over your marketing strategy or evaluate your Facebook page. If so, then Buy Your Side from the Mind Awares for you. Learn more at JoinByYourSide.com. Buy Your Side is a program where you have access to the best experts in the area of direct sales, marketing, leadership, social media, and more. That's joinbyyourside.com. And we didn't leave out mindset or your personal goals either. By Your Side has happiness, nutrition, fitness, and tapping experts, too. It's your one stop for the best advice for the best you. Check out JoinByYourSide.com and have the best coaches by your side. This is Dana Wild with the Mind Aware Show. Welcome back. We are talking to Barbara A. Link. She's the inventor of the A-Linker and you can go check her out at the T-H-E-A-Linker. A L I N K E R dot com. go check her out this is really a cool device like what an amazing role model she is for women everywhere to just stay the course in a world that's been you know dominated by men and really take her design and her invention to full fruition to the point now and you know four years sounds like a long time but honestly that's pretty cool that you were able to bring this into the world and have this kind of visibility and success in just four years, Barbara. I think you're doing awesome. Do you maybe um, have any kind of tips for someone now who's right at the beginning stages about how they can step forward and hang on to their dream?
1: Well, there's, there's one other thing that I would like to say first. Um, you just mentioned that we had, have a crowdfunding campaign, which is a pre-sales campaign. But trying to build... A more inclusive community together um, that doesn't just judge people on their exterior uh, and dismiss them because they're not, you know, whatever is normal, but have missing legs or sit in a wheelchair or have a color or whatever. That we we judge people on the sum of their appearances, right? Mm-hmm. And I think we miss so much human capacity when we judge on the outside instead of meeting each other mm-hmm. as human beings. Oh, and by building a more inclusive community, I also want to include the linkers are, some people say, quite pricey to start with. And that's just what it is in the beginning. Uh, we're working our butts off to get that, uh, to get them to market. And that's quite a process. Mm-hmm. Um, so what we try to do is to um, get people to also make smaller donations toward linkers for somebody else. Nice. People like to do something, we, for one thing, we donate one out of each hundred linkers to people affected by landmines, and that is because I lived three and a half years in Afghanistan. I saw the consequences of landmines, and it's not just the individuals, but it's a whole society that's crippled because the children can't go to school. It affects much more people, so to raise awareness for that, we do donate one out of 100 to people affected by landmines, starting with our veterans.
0: Awesome. That is just amazing. And I, I think you make a great point too. And and you're right. For those of you who maybe you're not needing this for yourself right now, but you'd like to donate, I think this is great. And I wanna also reiterate what you said, Barbara, about what you're really doing here is you're building a community. You're raising social awareness about <laughs> being inclusive and about seeing people as whole human beings no matter what our differences.
1: Yeah. Uh, But people that have um, already been confronted with the fact that we're not so invincible, they live it every day. So as long as we're the invincibles, we pretend that it's all okay with life until, you know, something happens. You get MS, you get Parkinson's, you have an accident, you miss a leg, and all of a sudden it's not so cool anymore to not be invincible. We're vulnerable. But being vulnerable is an incredible opportunity to meet and to connect with each other, not on the outside things that we judge on, because that's just fear-based, like, oh, whoa, that's somebody who's brown, that's, ooh, you know, like, no, m- meet that person, because there's an interest, in, there's a whole human being, I'm a whole human being, you're a whole human being, and let's meet, what do you eat? Oh, that's different than I eat, like, mm-hmm. what is that? Curiosity rather than fear. Mm-hmm. Then and
0: connecting on our humanness. That's why they call you a humanist, Barbara. Exactly. That's, how <laughs> that. that's how you got that. That's how you got That's how you can try to reject it all you want, but that's it, really. You're <laughs> talking about really connecting as humans. So just awesome. So do you have any parting advice for people who are maybe you four years ago?
1: Well, my, my motto is always do what you believe. Don't give up on what you believe and do what you can And it's not about us as individuals, it's about us building a community that's a little bit safer. Like if we build a safer place for people with disabilities, maybe it's less scary to age or to become disabled.
0: Right it's totally, right. that's, yeah, totally true and and really you're right you know we just can totally see each other as humans and connect and build that community and we're making the world a better place by making ourselves better get curious and get
1: read everything with curiosity that's that's really probably the, the, the biggest advice that i would have if any
0: spoken like a true inventor <laughs> <laughs> i love it well thank you barbara this has been awesome
1: Thank you so
0: much, Dana. It was a pleasure. My, my, The pleasure was all mine. And remember, everybody, you can find her over at thealinker.com. That was Barbara A. Link. Revolutionary is my title for a revolutionary and inventor of the A. Linker. And thank you all for being here, too. You know, don't you hear this and get inspired and think, I have a message, too. I have something I want to do. I have a community I want to be a part of. I want to connect with people. I want to be more full and be more human and see others as more human and you know what all of that is stuff you can do today and that's all the feel-good stuff that helps you be a better person in the world step out in a bigger way and make the world a better place make yourself better help everybody around you bring your biggest brightest light to the world that's what you can do and you can do it right now you can do that today without changing one thing and then take those baby steps Just like Barbara did. The hill may be straight up, but you know what? One step at a time, I'll still get you there. And we will see you next time on The Mind Aware. There's nothing quite like a Dana rant. Say it over and over and over again, because it makes me so happy to have something that rhymes. Stop, cancel, clear, all my
1: love is here. Stop, cancel, clear, all my power is here.
0: Oh my God, I was always told never to be selfish. I know. Exactly, exactly. I just love it. (laughs) It's the little things, right? See you next time on The Mind Aware Show. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast